For some people, stepping out of your comfort zone is invigorating. It is, right? Because you know if you do it, on the other side of that, there's growth, there are opportunities, and you know that nothing can stop you from going after what you want if you really want it. But for other people, it's not that easy. It can be unsettling. It can be intimidating. It requires us to do things that we've never done. It means taking risks. And now we're thinking, but what if I fail? But if you don't step out, if you don't go for it, if you don't try, you'll never know what it is that you can really do. So I asked Melissa Jacks, she's the founder of Melissa Jacks Photography, to come onto the podcast and talk about her struggles with stepping out of her comfort zone and to share with us how she keeps herself motivated as she continues to build her business and execute on her vision. But before we got started, I I told her I have one request, I have one request, be open. And she delivered. Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. So I'm so glad that you came and did the podcast because I remember when I asked you if you would come on, your response was, that's totally out of my comfort zone. So of course I have to do it. And I'd love that you couldn't see me on the other end if we were texting, but I was laughing because that was exactly what I wanted you to come on and do to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. You have a business. And I remember when you came to me and you said, you know, I've decided to double down. I've decided to invest all my resources and my time and make something of this. And I thought this is a story that people need to hear. Yes. So like funny, when you sent the text, I was immediately laughing and it took <laughs> like what, four seconds for me to respond yeah. because if I knew if I thought any longer than that, I was going to say no, because that's what I, I promised myself the last couple of years. Is we're going to do yeses. So yeah. And I've been really excited, but nervous, but that's basically my whole life is stepping out of my comfort zone. And I feel like everybody's is just nobody tells you that's what they're doing. Right. Everybody goes through that. Yeah. So, so you have this amazing photography business. I was referred to you and I was in a spot where I needed to get some branding photos done totally outside of my comfort zone. And I remember when we first met, I said, okay, look, these are all the things that I'm nervous about. This is what I'm worried about. And you set me at ease. And I thought she just has this natural gift and I don't want to use anybody else, (laughs) full disclosure, but talk to us a little bit about the business. Well, I mean, as far as what you're talking about, that's my goal Mm -hmm. um, because I'm literally uncomfortable everywhere I go. And so if I can make somebody not feel that way and just relax and I'm not going to get great pictures of somebody if they're uncomfortable. Right. So, and then also I'm a pretty awkward human being. (laughs) I can't can't fake not being awkward. The more I try, the more awkward I become. So it's easy for me just to hang out with people. Um, I love people and I love making pretty pictures. So like, I don't know, it's like the dream situation. Yeah. And no one wants someone to come and show up totally perfect, like the perfect package when they're feeling a little insecure or uncertain about what they're doing. You have to be able to extract that from someone. So yeah, because no one shows up comfortable. I mean, I'm putting this big giant camera in their face unless they've been a model for years or whatever, but I get it. I, I paid somebody to take my picture so I would know what that felt like. And I didn't love it. And so it, it helped me be able to hone in on that, which is actually why I love working with women 
mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. because I can relate so much to, to all of the insecurities, all of the things that we're judging ourselves on the entire time. So, yeah. So in my first season, I talked a lot about trusting yourself, trusting your gut and just going for it. What inspired you or brought you to photography? It's always been something I've loved. I was the kid in elementary school with a little 110 camera. Um, and I've just always done it. And then I had kids. I got a cool camera. I was taking pictures of them. And then my friends were like, you could take pictures of my kids. And then I realized like I'm spending hours and hours doing this for other people. Maybe I could do a business. So I just pursued education, learned equipment, learned all the things so that I felt like I could charge somebody. And then it's just grown from there because um, I love it. And I've just, I don't know, it's organically just grown over the years through all these different stages of my life. Because when I started, obviously I had these young kids and now my kids are grown and out of the home. And it's just grown along that in such a cool organic way that I didn't plan necessarily. I didn't plan on working with people to help brand them and get these images for their business. And, but I love it so much, but it just organically, because of my personal growth and things I've gone through over the years, isn't it funny how when we're really good at something, we take it for granted and we don't think you just said I, I wanted to be able to charge people for it. Uh-huh. But that's so true. <laughs> Whenever something comes easy to us, we take it for granted and we don't think that, no, this is a viable business. This is something that I can do. But we'll always put that into somebody else when we see somebody right. else doing something. So I'd love that you said that. So you have this vision. You start your business. How long was it before you realized that you were in your quote unquote comfort zone? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think the whole time I may have been because I I kept it small. Mm-hmm. I didn't push anything or like push myself to do other things. I just kept comfortable with clients and I got a lot of referrals. That's so comfortable, right? Because they've already, you know, been told good things about me right. or they've seen my pictures. So it was probably just in the last year or so that I have been like, I could really do something with this. And you are the perfect example. I did your shoot and mm-hmm. you sent me this text right away. I think even before, <laughs> no, it was a voicemail, um, before you'd even maybe seen your images uh-huh. and you were like so excited. You're like, that was so amazing. I had the best shoot. Yeah. It was the dream. And I was like, I mean, this is cool. Like I had just as much fun as you did. Yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't work for me necessarily. Like it was really cool. And those wheels have just been turning that way for the, probably the last year or so. Like I really could, I mean, I'm not changing the world and cutting out hunger or whatever, but I'm helping women like myself who struggle with who we are and how we feel about ourselves feel like, like themselves for this time and find this moment of, Oh, look, I am pretty. Look at that. And that makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it feels kind of (laughs) selfish. Like I'm doing this thing for you, but I'm also doing this thing for me. Right. So you you realize I'm in this space and I've been in this space. How did you take a step out? Like, how did you get out of it? Out of being comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the biggest turning points for me, um, it's probably been about six years ago. I got a phone call from someone in Florida. They have this big company and they do a retreat for all of their people. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be here. And they said, can I do 24 full shoots in three days? And I was like, yeah, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And then I 
was like, no, I no, I'm going to do this. Like, uh-huh. I think I can do this. So I got all set up and I was literally at the location for three days. So every fun. hour. Do, it was so cool. The people were all so fun. They were from all over the world and not just from here. Like they were from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone looked different and acted different. And it was so energizing. And I was like, that was it. Like, Looking back now, I can say, yeah, that was a huge turning point for me because it was so huge and it Mm -hmm. was just me. It was big and took a lot of my time, but it was like so energizing. And I was like, I'm going to start changing some things like this is cool. I want to do this because you could have easily said no. I almost did. I mean, I drafted the whole no email. Thank you. However, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And then I was like, no, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. It was the best decision. And they came back the next year. And honestly, it's never about money for me doing this. I mean, obviously it is. That's my job. But they paid me a lot of money and asked me to do it again the next year. Mm. And I was like, that was hugely validating, which we all need. Mm -hmm. I don't care who we are or Mm -hmm. how confident we are. That validation is like key. So yeah, I think that was the beginning of the turn of like, okay, so I've got to quit playing it safe and stay inside this comfortable little bubble I'm in. There are a lot of people, when you talk about getting ready and starting something, whether it's starting a business, going into school, doing something major. A lot of people will tell you, just do it. You know, they'll just tell, just do it. Just go all in, just put your mind to it. And although what they're saying is right, you, you need to just do it. And it is as simple as that, right? But what they don't talk about are the emotions or the feelings, the self doubt, just the things that come up and swirl around and happen to us when we're going through something. And I think that, you know, this is an in-process podcast, right? We're talking about what it looks like to be in process, not necessarily that we're all the finished product. I used an example a while back about Jay-Z because everybody Mm -hmm. loves Jay-Z, but Jay-Z is amazing now, right? But back before when he was starting out and he was in process, he didn't get that same love or that same recognition. And so I'm just want to make sure that we articulate what it feels like when you're in the moment so that we provide tools or, you know, by sharing stories so that people can use that information and they can say, okay, that's relatable to me. And then I'll try this. Right. Mm -hmm. So did you ever have a moment where you felt like, I don't know if I can do it? Oh, I feel like still all the time, (laughs) no matter how many successful things I have under my belt. Um, That one we just talked about was a perfect example because I didn't know if I could do it. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I have a couple people in my life that are honest, but supportive. And then I have, I am not scared of feelings. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people are Mm -hmm. like, I just want to stuff and move on. That is not me. I will feel the things I need to feel if it's fear, which is generally it's fear. Right. And I just dig into it and I try to identify like, why am I scared of that? What could happen? That's the worst. And it can't be worse than that. And that's generally the place I have to go to. I really will delve in. Well, this could go wrong. So let me make sure I have this in place and this could go wrong. So I'm going to cover that. And then I just do it terrified, shaking, crossing my fingers. I mean, because we know failure sucks. Right. However, there is always a lesson in any kind of failure. I don't care if it's business, personal relationships. There's always like the lesson there that I just tell myself ahead of time. Okay, well, I guess if it doesn't work out, I'll I'll have a new tool in my belt. Hopefully it won't happen again. It does happen. Um, But I'm not as scared of that part of it anymore. But the feeling ahead of time that fear. I have let that paralyze me a lot of my life. Uh-huh. Um, 
but there's work you can do there, like tools you can put into place so that you can just start employing them when that fear is, I mean, because I don't know anybody that does not have the fear right? before they delve into anything, right? relationships, business, starting your own business, working for someone else. It doesn't matter. Like it's life can be terrifying. You, we don't know what's going to happen. So I think people that we have around us, external influences or the people that we allow into our space have a lot to do with our thought process. So when you're talking about fear and you're talking about navigating or you talked about planning and preparation to mitigate that, right? So that it doesn't take you over. I always think of it in like a pie. So if you think about all the people that you allow access to your space in a pie, who's getting the majority of that pie? And that could be a lot that could have a lot to do with, you know, your thought process, how you see things or your perspective. Do you have a lot of good people around you or did you find that the people that you had around you helped you one way or the other? Yeah, I feel like I've experienced both because I found myself in times in life where the partner I chose to be with at the time was not supportive. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in a negative way, like cutting at my confidence. Mm -hmm. And I can look back and see the growth. It wasn't happening then. I was making it by. Um, And then the other times in my life where I made sure I was surrounding myself with the people who believed in me, even when I wasn't really believing in myself and being able to have those people even you know talking about doing a podcast and like oh I'm terrified I said yes and I'm gonna do this and I'm my friend that I walked with today was like yeah you're good yeah I mean like I think that is so important and if you don't have those people in your family or your close friendship there's places online where you can find your a peer group that you can you know work with there you can find that support if you don't just happen to be lucky enough to have that it's true though, because the the negative, if you do get a lot of negative feedback or even if it's not negative feedback, but let's just say people just aren't invested. They're not interested in what you're doing. And so you're excited. You have this big, the, one of the biggest shoots, right? And you're so excited and you're ready to go. You're going to want to share that with people. And if the people around you aren't invested, it contributes to a little bit of like feeding that narrative of maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Should I be doing this? Because sometimes people need that push. There are people that are self-motivated and they step out and they don't, you know, that, that percent of people that they don't worry about what anybody else is saying, but sometimes we need, we need to know somebody believes in us. And I agree because if you don't, then you're going to start going, oh, maybe I can't do that. Maybe I should say no. Right. Maybe I'm not enough. It feeds it. Yeah, For, for sure. Yeah. What has been the absolute best part or the most rewarding part of your decision to do the business? humans. Like you are the best example. I feel like we met through that, but we have so much in common. And the, the people through the years that I have in my life still as friends because of this business, but because we met and we had this connection and we were able to take these beautiful photographs and then it just naturally evolves into a friendship like that hands down. Like even if I made no money, I love that part of it. And it's all ages. I photograph other, you know, high school seniors and other things besides the branding. And Mm -hmm. I get to have that with all of them and their families. Hands down, the best part of my business is the humans that I get to interact with. What would you say to someone that is on the fence with a decision or thinking about going forward with some something, but it's out of their comfort zone and they don't feel that they can do it or they don't know that they have the tools to do it? What would be your advice to them? There's that cheesy quote, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. But dig into the fear. Um, Figure out what your fears are and figure out, are they valid? 
And if they're valid, really, what's the worst thing that could happen if that fear comes true? Like if you can pull apart the fear and make it these little things, it's it's easy to say, okay, so if this, this, and this happened, I would be fine because again, lesson. And if I don't try, it's a failure no matter what. Yeah. So why not try? The majority of things that you're going to try aren't going to kill you. Like they're not detrimental in that way. So what have you really got to lose? I mean, because you have so much to gain. Right. But you won't know what that is until you do it. Right. So I think the thing about a comfort zone is it creeps up a lot. It's not something you're going to tackle one time and get out of it. The discipline, the consistency, the thought process, all of those things play into it. Constantly be aware that, you know, if it feels too good and you feel too relaxed, that maybe you need to push yourself out if there's something that you really want to accomplish. Thank you so much for coming in and talking. I'd loved having you. Thank you for having me. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.